Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem Shalom Bayashir number 179. We know about the prohibition against Ainas Dvarim, which means all forms of causing pain with words. And um, it's discussed in a very much detail through Chazal, and a man especially has to be careful not to cause his wife pain with words, since women tend to be more sensitive gen- than men, generally speaking. Nevertheless, the truth is, is Zainas Dvarim is a two-way street, and a wife cannot cause hurt with her words towards her husband either. Both husbands and wife, wives have this obligation, towards one another, to be very careful not to exploit weak points and to and not to hurt your spouse with words. Zelda Pliskin wrote a book, A Power of Words, a fascinating book going through all the whole gamut of the entire perspective on how you speak and how you use words. But in a nutshell, again, this Isser of the Taira it is forbidden to say anything that will needlessly cause pain to another person. And to say you shouldn't be sen- so sensitive, that doesn't pot to you, that doesn't exempt you if the person, were, you know, you're saying they're too sensitive. Bottom line is, is if the listener will experience pain, then the speaker is generally speaking forbidden to say those words. Sometimes... People who cause pain with their words will tell their victim, it's not what I said that caused you pain, it's your perception. When you change your perception, you'll be free from the pain. Now it's true, perception does change a lot. And it is a key. But the tire's isser is clear. The bottom line is, is that when you speak in a way that will, that, that will cause someone to feel hurt by what you said, you are responsible for the pain your words caused. You may say that the recipient of the words should have handled it better. That's a different issue. But from your perspective, the one who said those words, it's their achrayis not to say it. You know, like throwing a rock at someone's head and saying you should have ducked. If you would have ducked, the rock wouldn't have hit you. But the, the person didn't duck, the rock did hurt him. You caused him pain. Words are the same idea. It's true that every individual needs to work on themselves to master the, uh, master the ability to learn not to be hurt by the words of others. But that's no excuse for somebody to use words to hurt somebody else. And Ainas Dvarim, in a, with a husband and wife relationship, means when you speak in ways that would be considered mocking or belittling, derisive, insulting, put down. And then there's one aspect. So Priscilla brings it down in his book in marriage, but it's a big, big subject, uh, which we didn't really touch upon much, which is sarcasm. Sarcasm, for the most part, is Ainas Dvaramamash. And a lot of people feel it's like, it, 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 I notice 
that sarcasm to many is like a drug. People are addicted to alcohol, to pornography, to gambling, to drugs. People are addicted once they learn to develop that sharp tongue of being extremely sarcastic. It becomes like a drug to them. They get addicted to it. They enjoy it very much. To always put the other person at a disadvantage by using your sharp sarcasm. Jokes at your spouse's expense that causes distress to them is another cruel way to get Hana. You're actually getting pleasure from someone else's suffering. Reminding constantly the pain of your, you know, the, the, the wrong things of your husband and wife when there's no Tayelas to do so whatsoever. Also, I know Estevarim. And um, I told you so very often, is I know Estevarim. And, um, you know, things like that, rushing your, your spouse. You know, this is hard sometimes when you're rushing to go to Hassan and one of them is d- delaying. Come on already, what's taking so long? You say it loud that other people hear it. Gets them embarrassed. Um, So all these types of situations, it's so important to be careful not to cause harm with words. Here's a couple of anecdotes that Rosel Pliskin brings down in his book. I attended a lecture on on the prohibition against Inos Devarim. I'm usually pretty careful not to hurt anyone's feelings with words. So when I heard the lecture, I thought about how sometimes I found my husband's way of talking to me distressful. He's not cruel. He's not mean. And although his manner of speaking might have been acceptable in the family in which he grew up, it causes me pain. I have a more sensitive nature than members of his family. The woman who gave the class related that if her husband ever by mistake, said something that could be constituted as a noestvarim, he appreciated greatly if his wife pointed it out to him. And he gave her permission to mention this when he teach, she teaches. So I started a new custom in this house. That's a noestvarim, I would tell my husband. Uh, and uh, so is that and that. And after a couple of weeks of my commenting on those subtle nuances, my husband finally blew up at me. I can't take this anymore. Um, I don't want you to. Co- I don't want to cause you any pain and suffering. But I refuse to be told every few minutes what I'm saying is I know asdvarim when I'm talking in a way most people would consider normal. To me, you're the one in this house who is most guilty of I know asdvarim. So after that, I decided to point out only major violations of I know asdvarim, and there weren't many of these. Um, even then, I minimize my use of the term I know Estevarim. The situation isn't perfect, but it's much improved for the both of us. And I appreciate my husband's greater sensitivity with his words, and he appreciates my restraint in correcting him. This anecdote brings out a very important concept, that there are certain people that by nature, they're more blunt, they're more direct, they're more rough in, over the, in the edges, you know, on the edges. And if one spouse is like that, they don't actually mean to hurt anybody with it. It's just they talk in a very blunt way. 
Now, of course, they need to work to refine it, especially if their spouse gets hurt by the way they're talking to them in that way. But it's not meant intentionally to hurt. So the more sensitive spouse sometimes needs to balance that idea and realize, yes, my husband or my wife could improve in talking nicer to me. But if their general um, way of talking is more blunt or more direct, then there has to be a certain level of realism, especially when they don't really mean to hurt you. And they're just saying things the way it is because that's the way they're, they're accustomed to do it. So the bottom line is, is that each one for themselves, if someone is, was told or is told that they're very direct, they're very blunt, they need to work towards refining and being more subtle and try not to hurt their husband or wife by the way they talk. And the more sensitive one, not to be totally overly sensitive with that either. It's something that a couple could work on, could work towards. It's a skill to be learned, how to talk to each other in a more friendly and calm way. Another anecdote he says is, um, whenever my wife failed to notice anything that I felt she should have seen, I used to tell her, you're as blind as a bat. And whenever she didn't understand something, I said, how come you don't understand? I, I, I didn't think you were that stupid. And if she dropped something, I would say, you're really a klutz. And if she forgot something, I would say, you're too young to have Alzheimer's. And a younger brother of mine as a, was a guest for Shabbos. He came early on Friday, left long after Shabbos was over. During his visit, I spoke to my wife as usual. And on Tuesday, he called me up. And he said to me that ever since I visited you, I have been disturbed by the way you speak to your wife. It would be that you do this so often that you don't even realize how awful it sounds. You have no right to speak to your wife the way you do. I was a guest at your house, Shabbos, and I did not feel like mixing into your life, you know, because I'm not asked. It's really not my business. But I kept thinking about how upset we would both be if our sister's husband called, talked to her the way you do to your wife. So take this advice from a younger brother and, you know, work on that, on the way you're talking. And at first, my initial reaction was to tell my brother to mind his own business. But I realized that it was very hard for him to tell him what, to tell me what he told, what he said to me. And, and then I had a talk with my wife, explain how sorry I am. And I eliminated all these derisive remarks that I used to make that I deemed hurtful. It takes awareness. And again, I just want to end off saying that, yes, you, a person may have been talking in this manner of talking for months, for years, even for decades. But with a little mindfulness, with a little skill, you could eliminate a lot of things in your language that cause Ainaz Dvarim and promote words that create shalom, that create love. Because couples who love each other, even if they get into quarrels and they get into some arguments, which is quite normal in many marriages, and sometimes it's, it's, it's healthy or it's, it's just normal, 
when you get into quarrels, you make a resolution to speak to each other with mutual respect and to work out patterns of communication that are acceptable to them both. And the main motivation is not to cause pain, not to be in pain. And when you speak to your wife in a way that distresses her, she gets angry and she knows your vulnerable spots and she responds back, hitting where it hurts and you do this to each other and you hurt each other. And it becomes a vicious pattern. And therefore, it's important to recognize that Ainoas Tavarim is not a joke. It's a lavender taira. It's a very serious one. And, you know, they used to say that uh, this expression, I think Miriam Adahan has a book called that way, you know, sticks and stones, you know, like sticks and stones uh, can break my bones, but words cannot hurt me, you know. That's expression that uh, people say, but it's not true. Words can hurt. Sometimes words can hurt even more than a broken bone. Um, and they remember it forever. And they're traumatized by it. So again, we speak now about the negative of course, the positive, what you couldn't, could do with your words when you use it right, is, is unbelievable what you can do. But it's still important to discuss and to be careful with the Inastavaram. Be careful not to hurt your husband or your wife with your words, to, not to cause them pain. And even if you're upset about something, to do you can to speak in a very, very calm and kind way as much as possible, even when you have to discuss difficult subjects. Have a wonderful day.